Shalom. Welcome to the cloud with Apostle Michael A. O'Henney, the Presbyter of Malik Fortress, a religious organization. Uh, we are touching on the sheep gates, which is one of the 10 gates I touched on in my previous podcast when we touched on a set pattern for Zion, a set pattern for Zion. One of the 10 gates is, is the sheep gate. And today I want us to touch on the sheep gate. What actually is the sheep gate? Nehemiah chapter 3 verse 1 says, Then Eliashib, the high priest, rose up with his brethren, the priest, and they built the sheep gate. They sanctified it and set up the doors of it, even unto the tower of Maya. They sanctified it unto the tower of Hananiel. The high priest rose up together with his brothers and fellow priests initiated the work of building the gate and they built the sheep gate first. This first gate is called the sheep gate, not the dog's gate or the lion's gate because they are not the kind of animals used for sacrifice. The sheep was the accepted animal for sacrifice due to its meek nature. It was through this gate that the sheep were brought in. The sheep is a self-giving animal with a calm and friendly nature. It follows the shepherd's leading, trustingly and unreservedly. In John chapter 5 verse 2, the Bible says, The sheep gate is referred to as the sheep market. Now the, the, the rest are Jerusalem by the sheep gate, a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue, Bethesda, having five porches. It was also known as the sheep court or pool. Sheep brought in through this gate were usually meant for sacrifice and not for consumption. So they built the sheep gate first, letting us know that if we want to experience the glory of God in our lives, we begin by coming to Him as His sheep. That is, we submit ourselves to Him as the sheep of His pasture, for He is the shepherd of our souls. God is the great shepherd of the flock. He is the shepherd of Israel. As the sheep of God's pasture, you ought to give yourself to him as a living sacrifice. So the Bible says in Romans chapter 12 verse 1, I beseech you, brethren, therefore, by the message of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Many people haven't known God as a shepherd. To become a Christian at all, God has to be the one to lead you in and in building your life according to the plan of God you have to begin at the sheep gate God is the one who made the plans for your life therefore you must follow him as a sheep of his pasture then you can walk in the glory he prepared for you your ways ought to be determined by the sheep and not by you recognize and follow him as your shepherd and when you start following him you will stop saying Lord follow me. It is easy to to know Christians when they are not following God as their shepherd. This is because always they tell him what they want to do and where they want to go instead of following God. Such people have a catalog of the things they want God to do for them. Christians like this have not come to God as his sheep and have not come to recognize him as their shepherd and the one who leads them in the way that they should go. These are the kind of people that lead young Christians astray. The reason is that a lamb that is a young Christian doesn't understand the voice of the sheep as he is still young. So he follows the bleating of the sheep. That is why a lamb ought
to grow and develop in the things of God. The sheep, however, know the voice of the shepherd and will not follow the voice of the stranger. Are you a sheep? Have you really ever taken a step to become his sheep? David said in Psalm 23 verse 1, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, because he had full comprehension of who a shepherd is and how a shepherd ought to follow him. And how a sheep ought to follow him. Remember, he was a sheep shepherd boy who tended his father's sheep. So he knew what it meant to have God as a shepherd. He also knew he had to submit it to God as his shepherd. And that is the reason he could say in Psalm 23 verse 4, Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Hallelujah. And this is discipline. The shepherd has a rod which he uses sometimes to whip the sheep into line. Sometimes the sheep may want to drink water someplace else, but because the shepherd doesn't want them to drink water from, from just anywhere, he whips them to move on. You know, that's just the way some Christians are. They quote Psalm 23, but have never really understood the meaning of the scripture. They are always looking for water, which is the word of God, someplace else, because they are not following the shepherd that God has placed over them. They don't have a home church. They are visitors everywhere, living a nomadic Christian life. Some Christians just get up after they have been in the church for over a year or even more and say, I don't want to go to that church anymore. They've been Christians for many years yet have never accepted this kind of truth. They argue and say, as many as are led by the Spirit, claiming the right to decide where they should go to worship without restraint. For people like this, I have this question. Is he not the same Spirit that made a pastor or a pastor that called him to be a shepherd, to nurture, guide, and lead you? When will it dawn on you? That God has been leading you through the pastor and you didn't even know it. If you are in such a boat, you are not a shepherd but a dog. Now don't get upset because I am only echoing what Jesus said. In Revelation 22 verse 15, that we were without our dogs. This means outside the city of God, our dogs. If you are a sheep, Stay inside and listen to the shepherd because he has something to say about where you go. That is why it is very, very important for God to lead you to that man destined for your life in Christ. It is not every man of God you follow. God has a way designed for you to connect you to the set man of your life, of your destiny that you must follow as a shepherd. Hallelujah. When God leads you, leads you to a church stay there the bible says in psalm 92 verse 13 those that be planted in the house of the lord shall flourish in the courts of our god stay where god leads you to be and be planted there especially if you know that man of god is genuinely called by god and he lives a life that emulates the scriptures and paul said learn of me even as i learn of christ this is biblical truth and adhering to it shows spiritual maturity 
you are not matured just because you think you are or because of the way you look. It has nothing to do with how long you've been a Christian. Moreover, you are not matured just because you've been teaching people the word of God. The measure of your submission to God and his word shows your level of maturity. You can't increase in your knowledge of God. You can't increase in epinoxus and still act as though you are Lord of yourself. The more mature you are in Christ, the more submissive you become. And I don't mean facial or superficial. Submission outward sobriety doesn't depict spirituality. You can look sober, speak with a soft voice, and so remain every bit unspiritual. It just makes you religious and pharisaic. Look at Jesus, our role model. You couldn't be more submissive than Jesus. God sent him to preach the gospel to the lost sheep of Israel, and he stayed with this commission. He loved the world he wanted to preach to and, and to save everybody, but he had to be disciplined. That was why he told a Canaanite woman who asked him for healing for her daughter. In Matthew 15, 24, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He could have gone to Damascus or Arabia or even to Ethiopia, but he didn't. He stayed where God sent him. The Bible says he was obedient and submitted to God's plan and purpose even unto death. Philippians chapter 2 verse 8. This is the simple reason a lot of Christians are neither experiencing nor manifesting God's glory in their lives. You can't be your own shepherd or boss and expect him to bless whatever it is you are doing. Don't ask God to bless your plans and follow you wherever you want to go. It is supposed to be the other way around. This is only what you, 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 you learn at the sheep gate. Lord help me. I'm going to such and such a place. Take me there. Glorify yourself and glorify your name as I go. If you follow God, you wouldn't need this kind of prayer. You only need this kind of prayer if you are going where he didn't send you. Because if you, if God sends you, he will be with you to fix everything for you. Are you in the job or business God called you into or are you just doing your own thing if that is the case then you need such prayers but if you want to see and experience the glory of God in your life the first step is to recognize that you are the sheep of his pastor recognize him as your shepherd and let him lead you don't lean on your own understanding for there is a way that seems right unto a man which only leads to destruction He's the only one who knows the way you should go. God is the only one who knows the way you should go, my beloved. When you recognize him as your shepherd, he will show you where to go. Nehemiah 3 1. Then Eliashib, the high priest, rose up with his brethren and preached. And they built the sheep gate. There are times in our lives when we need to pursue pause and briefly. Appraise ourselves to find out if we are actually following God's plan and purpose for our lives. Tremendous glory follows when you are at the right place at the right time. To be his sheep, you must continually be in God's goal. It will, sh- it will show in your prayers and actions when you submit yourself to the shepherd. 
then you are at the ship gate. This was the starting point for the building of Jerusalem. And in your life, it will mean the beginning of glory. You cannot skip the ship gate experience. Some Christians want to have the end result without following the necessary steps. It, it, is, it, is, it is like trying to build the roof of a house before the foundation. I want you to notice also that it was the priest who built the ship gate. The priest had to prepare the gates of sacrifice. This symbolizes preparation for worship in our lives. We must remember that we have been called to offer God sacrifices, which are the lifting up of our hands in worship, admiration, and love, the fruit of our lips, our prayers, and good works. As a priest, we must prepare for the holy sacrifice and build a sheep gate of submission and worship. You must build, begin building your life by building the sheep gate, the first gate in Zion. You should willingly submit to the Lord as your shepherd and the glory of God will begin to show in your life. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Walk in this consciousness. Shalom.